once in a while, Greg and I sit down for a chat about Toronto. The city we, well, Greg loves. Well, the city, the city we believe that can be better, so much better. Our guest this week loves Toronto a lot. So much so that he and his son took the TTC to all 100 public libraries in the city. And they lived to talk about it. He's a former Toronto City Council candidate. And I'm sure... Not for the last time. Please welcome to the show Lanrick Bennett Jr. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Thank welcome. you. Thank you. Um, so we're recording this in a construction zone inside a studio. Inside Eglinton, the, right below Eglinton Avenue. Below? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just, I figure they're building the crosstown. It sounds like that in this room right now. It sounds like that. Um, but yeah, so I, if people can hear the construction, that is awesome. That's that's Toronto. We're, we're that's right. We're always in flux. There's there's construction and non-construction season. Yeah. Um, but you rode your bike like an was it an hour to get here um, on your bike? Yeah, about an hour. About okay. an hour. So I rode from St. Clair and Christie uh, from Witchwood Barns. Uh, went east along St. Clair, which was actually not bad. Okay. Even though it didn't have a hmm. bike lane, was not a bad uh, ride. Uh, coming up young, uh, things got a bit uh, a bit sketchy uh, getting up to Davisville, and then Eglinton was just a minefield of just... Oh, that's right. Just, it was nuts. It was absolutely, like, no one really knew where their lane was. Yeah. Uh, so you, when you're on your bike, you usually try and take a lane when you don't have uh, a bike lane mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. at all. And uh, uh, most drivers are, are, most drivers are okay with that. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's that 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 one percent that decide that they need to get as close to you as possible, <laughs> or rev the engine behind you, or uh, do things that you would just, you know, uh, like picture your mom on a bike. Like I I, 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 I almost want to, th- <laughs> but I want to throw that into uh, into our driver's headspace. It's like, would you do this to your mom? Yeah. Would you do this to like like a kid? I, I'm. I'm decked in red. I've got like lights flashing, and it's still kind of uh, uh, hazardous to my health. But I love riding. Yeah, like I love it. Do you live your life? Because that's that's dangerous. Man. <laughs> <laughs> <Can> so <laughs> my wife has been Sabrina. My wife's been riding for the past six years. Um, she does the ride to conquer cancer uh, with. Um, uh, University Health Network, and she rides to work. Yeah. And so probably for the first couple of years, I would literally like, did you make it to work? You you good? You good? Yeah. And, and there'd be those times where she'd get into work, and uh, and she wouldn't text me, and I was just like, getting on taxi, gotta get, I, I gotta, f- you know, a- and I just, uh, you you get over that that scare, mm-hmm. and then it's just like, this is this is what I do. This but you gotta watch around. yourself to your point. Oh, like yeah, I know yeah. when I, when I'm when I'm cycling up from the house up into Lee Side, mm-hmm. uh, going under that Millwood Bridge, the railroad bridge. Yes, I, I, I tweeted this just the other day. It was the the bike um, one of the bike advocacy groups. Uh, I can't remember which one. We were having a conversation on Twitter, and I said, I literally make myself as wide as possible. Yeah, hold my breath <laughs> and cycle like hell. Yeah. To then just get to the other side into Lee side and then go, okay. You're good. I You're made good it. Go. Can climb that hill and up and in. But That's kind of my mindset going across the viaduct and then hitting Broadview. So come getting back home. 
Oh, yeah. And, and trying to battle it through Danforth to Pape to Jones to Greenwood, it yep. is, uh, it, it's it's crazy out there. And tomorrow we're going to be, is tomorrow Thursday? No, Wednesday. Yeah. So in two days we're going to be uh, talking with uh, with the public. Uh, there's a, there's a, a, a massive uh, Danforth uh, planning study that's mm-hmm. going to be going on, and we can finally start talking about the real Vision Zero on the Danforth hmm. in the East End, where uh, we could potentially have protected bike lanes, which is phenomenal that uh, that a an avenue that large, that wide, has not uh, has not had that infrastructure put forth. Hmm. And uh, um, I mean, the bike lanes that are in the East End, the bike lanes that are east of uh, the Don Valley were basically uh, Jack Layton's uh, doing. Like mm-hmm. that man loved cycling, yeah. and uh, made sure to kind of put the foundation there for uh, for others to follow. We've just kind of not followed that, mm-hmm. and have definitely slipped behind the uh, the rest of the city when it comes to uh, cycling infrastructure. And it's not all about bikes. Putting putting Vision Zero, putting complete streets forward. You're making, you're 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 creating that uh, understanding that the street is not just for the car. It is it is a uh, it's a it's a piece of infrastructure that everyone gets to use. And how do you build that out so that it's as safe as possible for everyone, mm-hmm. regardless what your age is. Mm-hmm. So is the meeting for the Danforth, is this just like the start of those discussions or are there any proposals put forward at this so point? So they were at? able to put a planning uh, piece uh, from Vic Park all the way to Coxwell yeah. two years ago. And we are now going from Coxwell to Broadview. Hmm. So, <clears throat> but they've also got to do um, the complete street mechanism. So you're also looking at sidewalks you're looking at the density of of the area how much how many more people can we put onto a uh, subway line which seems like you put as many as you can and just make sure that the buildings that you're building don't have uh, um, parking because they don't need it because Mm -hmm. you've got a subway underneath your building and uh, um, yeah so it's (coughs) it's going to be a full tilt uh, conversation, discussion, uh, war, uh, it, it's going to be contentious. Mm-hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts. And that's, that's, but that's how you build the city. You need to have that engagement. You need to have that, that real-life conversation of what does this new infrastructure look like and how is it going to uh, make my life better, make my life worse, what's it going to do? And uh, I'm hoping that... Uh, um, yeah, I'm hoping that we just we have a lot of people out and and the the conversations really uh, start up. Yeah, it's it's um, the whole transportation moving people around, you know, who gets to use the road. Um, I think it needs to be uh, all in all encompassing and all engaging, right? Um, you know, the the idea that sidewalks are for walking and roads are for driving and everything else needs to you know if, if it doesn't fit in there then you know just throw them on the road and and go figure it out um i can't you know you how difficult it was for you to get here <laughs> there are shorter distances that i am not going to risk my life mm-hmm. getting on a bicycle and trying to navigate uh on the streets 
Um, I mean, I'll invite you guys out to Scarborough, where you've got roads like Eglinton and Lawrence that... Good evening, everyone. Is that Julie, our cruise director? <laughs> the love boat. All right. You gonna be there? I'm. We'll go right after this. Perfect. She's yeah, yeah. so awesome. joyful. That's yeah, she so is. Awesome. I know. That sounds like Julie. <laughs> so I invite you guys. <laughs> so like streets in Scarborough, like, and I'm sure there's other places like in Etobicoke and and so on. Even in North York here. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just you just take a look, and it's like these are are highways. Mm-hmm. You know, six lane streets and. Cars are trying to move quickly, and they're speeding, and um, it's it's like there's no way that I can ride my bike from home to my office, which is a ten, which is only ten kilometers, and it's only once, literally one street, all the way down. I cannot ride mm-hmm. on York Mills to go to the office. No, I fair, okay. I, I would need to ride on the sidewalk. Yeah. Um, you know, and but then there's all these uh, you know crazy people that say, "Oh, you're not allowed to ride on the sidewalk." Oh, you're you're. you're I want to bat- live. <laughs> <laughs> but you're battling against pedestrians. You're battling against um, people that have mobility issues. So they're using they're using uh, sure. um, you know vehicles that mm-hmm. that are on the sidewalk. You've got strollers. You've got yeah, yeah. kids. Um, you've got uh, uh, what are those new uh, powered assisted. Um, uh, I want to say they're pogo sticks and they're not, but um, um, why am I? I'm losing like scooters, kind of. Yeah, the yeah, scooters yeah, yeah, that yeah. that are yeah, that yeah, are yeah. coming out now. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, it's it, it is kind of that that catch me a love if it doesn't literally fit on the sidewalk, you, you toss throw it them the into road. the streets. But uh, I think we uh, just need to like <coughs> share the space and like just chill and you know don't be a jackass and you know just you know share whatever the streets or the sidewalk or wherever and just be kind to people and. Well, it's interesting because I think you you've got—I think you've got people. like with Eglinton and Lawrence, and Ellesmere. I think you've got the room to plan. Yeah. yeah. I think York yes. Mills has a whole other challenge because it's narrow. Mm-hmm. It winds a bit. Yeah. It's got the hills. Like I can't. Yeah. I don't even know how you. I'd like to think you could, but I don't even know how you plan for mixed use. You commuting. slow things down. You slow well, things down. Well, fair down. enough. Yeah, fair uh, enough. I mean, Good point. And, and, and that's kind of where I think the city needs to kind of get into the into the mindset of, I know you need to get from point A to point B, and I know you think that the faster you go, the better it will be, but mm-hmm. that's, we clip past 30 kilometers an hour, things get really bad mm-hmm. when you hit something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it really, it ramps itself up where, you know, getting hit at 60 kilometers an hour. Forget you, it. You're, you're not, you're probably not going to survive. No. And, and if you do, it's going to be a really challenging time to get yourself back to some mm-hmm. sense of normal. We got to, I mean, highways, I get it. 100 kilometers, I gotcha. But in the city right now, even on large roads like Eglinton, like Lawrence, uh, like even Steeles. Yes, Steeles. I I don't know what 60 kilometers an hour is going to get you to get to that next light. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I I get people need to get from here to there, but I don't know. It just, it does not, as a cyclist, I mean, I probably only get up to about 17, 18 kilometers an hour, if not, unless I'm, you know, going downhill. Yeah, you know, I, I can still beat myself to a bike 
uh, beat myself to to a light uh, uh, under 20 kilometers an hour. It's yeah. not it, it doesn't shave off anything mm-hmm. in my entire world of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've this this mentality of got to get there, got to get there fast. Um, it doesn't it doesn't work unless uh, at least in my mindset it doesn't work if you don't slow things down. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, no slow, slowing slowing things down is. Uh, You'll you will get there, and you will get yeah. there safer, and you will be able to share that space with so many other modes of transportation, and you'll all make it. Yeah. You will. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. So it, it I think the infrastructure should change. So here's so so we we can't legislate or force people to be nice. No. Right. As much as we'd like to, we can't. Right. Um, we can't. I don't believe that even if you put the speed limit lower, mm-hmm. right, the only way that makes a difference is if you've got a mechanism to penalize people, all people, all the time for going over that. And that's where you get these uh, speed traps and cameras and stuff like that. So there's there's that option, right? But then there's the option of literally just changing the infrastructure of the city, right? It's like taking, taking yes, these six-lane streets in the inner suburbs, right? Your Eglinton's, your Lawrence, your Ellesmere's, those sort of steels, um, changing those where you know you, maybe it's not six lanes, maybe it's four, and one lane each way is a bicycle lane or whatever you want, you know, so so something like that in a protected lane, right? Um, maybe it's stuff like that. Maybe it's taking like a York Mills, and Saying okay, we're we're gonna ma- you know we're gonna make sure that we've got space, because here's the thing: every time we add a lane to a street, add a lane to a highway, it doesn't make things go faster. No. It just means you've got more cars stuck. That's all. That's all it's did ever. You, did done. you see that tweet yesterday? I think it was yeah. from LA, and it was like 1970. We'll just add one more lane. <laughs> 1980. We'll just add one yeah. more lane. 19. And it's like, and today it's. Six lanes across each way. And it's still traffic. Through downtown LA. But you go up to the 401. What are we, like, at 16 lanes right now? Is there any time frame that you can go on the 401 that it isn't almost bumper to bumper? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't matter how many lanes Three, you Three, four you, in the morning, but it, there's, there's just no one's using it. <laughs> um, you, you, you hit on a, a, a point about, you know, the infrastructure changing. Um, narrowing... Your roadways, narrowing the roadways, it, ma- making them so letting, that letting cars park on the streets, right? Because think of that: if if you're able to park on the street, then you know that it's not. Then you can't have this war against the bike. You can't have this war against the pedestrian, because now cars are participating in congestion, and you can see it. So what are you going to get mad at now, right? Like in New York, you park everywhere and anywhere, and things seem to work. Like, I go to New York every year, and they've got bike lanes all over the freaking city. Um, and people bike, people walk, they block off streets and have weekend mm-hmm. markets and festivals. If they can do that in New York where nobody likes each other, it sounds like, why can't you do that in Toronto? <laughs> you know? There's there's a section, um, Pam McConnell used to be, uh, she, she passed away, she used to be a counselor. Um, around Regent Park from Gerard to King Street. There's a there's a little sliver called River Street. 
And uh, before she passed away, she was able to reformat that street. And it was uh, two ways going up and down, uh, parking on, on either side. She was able to integrate a protected bike lane, parking closer to the street, so you narrowed the street, still had your, your north and south uh, bound uh, traffic, but she allowed the cyclists to be closer to the sidewalk, which literally created a barrier. A barrier. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's kind of the thought process on the Danforth right now, because uh, even in the most narrow sections of Danforth Avenue, going from Broadview to Vic Park, it's still wider than some sections of Bloor Street. Mm, and yeah. you can you can actually have a lane of protected bike lane to the sidewalk. You can have parking, and you can have street traffic going going east and west, and nothing changes. Yeah. Other than the fact that now you don't have cyclists weaving in and out of traffic, you've got them off to the side. Yeah. And now your your want to get from point A to B goes out much quicker because I don't have to worry about this randomness happening mm-hmm. in front of me, I just go straight, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I don't even need to go at 60. I can cruise at 40, hit all those lights, and I can guarantee you I'm going to make it out to Vic Park so much quicker mm-hmm. than having to stop and go, stop and yeah. go, stop and that's go. That's important to you, to make it to Vic Park. <laughs> yeah, you know, way further. <laughs> further. Way further. I got a nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Listen, do you get to Vic Park from... From uh, from Danforth, so cool it there. <laughs> um, Is this our lover spot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Landrick, tell me about this this library tour that you and Jack yeah. did a couple oh, of years wow. ago. So, um, geez. And so you took a freaking bus everywhere. Like, well, so let me let let me let me make sure that I I. I put the record straight. We visited 94 libraries by public transit. Three of them we walked to and three of them in like the most northern west part of Etobicoke we had to drive. All right. So so 94 by public transit using buses, streetcars, uh, subways, the RT. Uh, and let me tell you that Scarborough was magical because – Let's get that on a loop. <laughs> My son, five years old, was uh, enamored with Pokemon, libraries, and Thomas the Tank Engine. All right. And you take the RT, and let me tell you, that is Thomas. It's Thomas Blue. It's got a big uh, number on the side. Yeah, yeah. And no matter how far north we had to go to in Scarborough, we had to start on the RT, had to get on the RT first. Uh, So three years ago, um, I picked up a book called uh, All the Libraries T.O. Um, There was a uh, um, Ontario or Canadian publishers uh, night at Queen's Park. I picked up this book and brought it home and uh, I thought, yeah, it's a pretty cool book, an adult coloring book. Uh, brought it home, showed it to my son, and he's flipping through it, and he's like, Daddy, I want to go to this library. And I'm like, Fort York. Okay, we can do that. Packed Jack up, brought his sister, and we spent two hours in the Fort York Library, an awesome library. I think it's, yeah. I think it's nine, I think it was the 99th. It's either that or 100, but... Scarborough um, was 100. Scarborough was 100, so it was 99. For the record. 
Okay. Hey. Good for you. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, you doing your research? Had a fantastic time there. Met the librarians. Went through uh, uh, the multiple floors. Just a beautiful yeah. modern library. We're wandering out, and Jack's kind of tugging on me, and he's like, "Daddy, I want to see, I want to see the rest." And it's a five-year-old, so you're just like. Thank you, five-year-old. That's 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 great yabbering. Let's let's head on home. Um, it was nonstop the entire way home, and he really was just like, I wanna I wanna see them all. So uh, we I let him randomly pick our our next couple. So we went to Weston. Uh, we went to and it's I should have I should have. Plotted this down on a piece of paper. We went to two others in Scarborough, and then that was it. I was like, "You can't just randomly. We're we're gonna go all over the place." So we broke it down by street. We broke it down by subway line. We broke it down by streetcar line. Different sections. It took us six months to visit wow. all 100 libraries. But I got to tell you, it was it was the most humbling experience being able to use public transit for the most part to get to these places, but also to see the city in such a dynamic way. Hmm. And, and why I use dynamic, um, we were in probably the mid-20s or 30s where we decided that we were going to uh, go and visit all the libraries on Jane Street. All right. So you start in the Bloor West Village, and then you make it up to Jane and Dundas West. That's about an hour. Not bad. Two libraries, an hour. Our next trek is to Black Creek. Mm -hmm. That took two and a half hours. Just to get By there. bus. Yeah. Two and a half hours. Yeah. That's us waiting for the bus. That's three or four buses passing us by. That's getting jammed up in the bus. Yeah. And finally making it up to Black Creek that just the library happened to be in a strip mall. Mm -hmm. So we're we're trudging out to this and we 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 fit Maureen Jennings. Maureen. Hey, Maureen. God, I haven't seen Maureen in so long. <laughs> Man, I'm looking forward to seeing her. <laughs> so this is a studio meant to like record things. You might want to explain that part. Yeah. So we're in a studio. <laughs> so they call it the green room. It's like white. You do air quotes. Studio. Studio. It's meant to be a studio. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah. but So it's not soundproof. The drilling has stopped. That's a good thing. Yeah. The uh no, there it goes again. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh the announcements are uh they ever, keep on coming. ever ever changing. Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll feed the uh, suggestion box. So we're at Black Creek. Yeah. And then uh we have to head up to uh Shepherd and Jane. So that's uh, another two hours. Not just on the bus, but here, here I was, you know, not thinking daddy with his, with his little five-year-old. I just assumed that the library was going to literally be at the corner of Shepherd and Jane. No, no, no. It was another kilometer east. And for some reason that day, the bus going across Shepherd just didn't show up. Hmm. So we walked out to uh, the Jane and Shepherd uh, library. Nonetheless, that entire day, four libraries, eight hours. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but it really did. Uh, it really did open my 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 eyes to the difference between what happens north 
of Bloor Street and what happens south of Bloor Street. Yeah. I live in the East End, south of Danforth. I've got Subway, Street You're in Scarborough? I'm, no, no, I'm... Uh, oh, you said the East End, so that's what oh, I figured. Don't, 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 don't. Listen. Listen, <laughs> Listen, listen. We call... Living living where I do, and I'm like in between Leslieville and uh, Riverdale, we call it the East End. Okay. You're, you're, you're the East Side. Oh, you're it's a wet, side. You're, you're the side. I'm on a different <laughs> side. You guys are at the end. You know when you cross the wall and you have to get a passport? Passport, that's to the get side. through. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, honestly. Uh, All right. Uh, no. <laughs> living, living south of either Bloor or Danforth, you've got three different ways of getting around. You can usually even walk. Like I can walk from the Danforth all the way down to Queen, to Eastern, to Lakeshore. It's not... Yeah. You know, mm. a trudge. You go north of this city, my gosh, like you're packing a lunch, you're packing water, and you're hoping that you're not going to get run down by something. Well, uh, see, it, 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 <laughs> it, like it, the, the, so when people talk, let's say I remember I go back to when um, the late Rob Ford was elected, right? And, you know, on um, in, the, in the Twitterverse and, and Facebook, people go, what the heck? And all these people out in the, the – Scarborough and Etobicoke voting and don't they understand and I go you need to go there and understand that the way the services that people in air quotes north of Bloor north of the 401 Mm -hmm. have access to versus those south those in the core versus those in the inner suburbs the services that they have access to um, are very very different Right, we can't always walk. When I say we, so from where where I live, can't always walk to the corner store mm-hmm. to pick up a beer or to pick up groceries. Um, can't always, you know, walk across the street to a park or a library or a, li- or a community or a library or a community yep. center or yep. or any of the. Can't walk to a, a lot of things. You know, there's the way we access things. The, what we have access to um, is, is very, very different than those that live in the core. Um, and so people need to understand, you know, that sometimes when we are, and not that I support the Scarborough subway, I don't know what iteration we're on now. Do they, are they, have they now gone on three stops? We're on three now. We're on three. On three. three. <laughs> Much better than one. <laughs> I was never in favor of the one stop. I thought that just made... It was just nonsense, but I could understand why those in Scarborough, those like um, Glenn De- Beermaker, I think. I remember him. Yeah. Um, why he was, uh, as progressive as he was, why he was for a one-stop subway. I, I understand why, right? And I think that Torontonians need to understand that we're not all living in the same place. Same city, but not the same. Place. No, it's it's yeah. so different. Yeah. It is so so different. You've experienced, mm-hmm. right? The way like you had like you had to walk so far, you had to wait so long, um, and then people complain about the King Street car. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had streetcars. But anyways, yeah. Um, it- you must have learned a lot just besides libraries. <laughs> Right, you probably learned a lot about the city, about people. I learned, I, I learned a lot about the city. I learned a lot about our transportation system. Um, I learned a lot about engagement 
and wanting to to have a voice. Yeah. Um, we we take that for granted, I think, in this city, in this country, about the fact that I can jump on Twitter and I can yabber off my you know 280 characters and mm-hmm. I'm done. That's that's mm-hmm. I've like there there is a serious uh, um, missing opportunity for us to engage with our community and to allow that voice to be to be heard yeah. other than every four years when you True. get the vote right um did this what was it that got you interested in wanting to be in wanting to run <laughs> for office huh was it this was it a number of things I, sort of I mean like this definitely definitely uh uh gave me gave me some some definite uh um understanding of again that voice and that that need to to give uh your constituents your community yeah. uh the ability to engage i think it, it, and i mean this may sound really boring but i mean my kids my kids really really were uh a bit of that catalyst my daughter is uh uh, my daughter is a cyclist. My daughter was a cyclist, I should say. She's she's no longer cycling. She's gone on uh, on her own uh, personal strike. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe she got injured or something. No, no. Well, in this will. Uh, so w- my my daughter and I used to ride uh, to her school. Yeah. Um, going down Jones, going across uh, Dundas, and. Uh, um, the route that we take, a uh, father was uh, killed uh, oh, right at the corner of uh, Dundas and Jones. Jones. And uh, as much as as much as that was that tragedy happened during uh, during the election, but I pushed back even a year before that when I was just getting my daughter used to and getting her onto the bike Mm -hmm. and pushing on the fact that our local representatives weren't doing enough to make this very i'd say easy track 12 minutes at that if that um was doing nothing to to make the travel of my daughter's uh uh, ability to get to school safer Mm -hmm. as much as we would tweet about it or email about it or just, you know, literally stop our counselor, you know, dead in her tracks to say, what are you doing here? And and so I think a lot of that really galvanized me to want to be able to run because again, there's 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 not a voice for the people my daughter was nine at the time. Mm-hmm. She doesn't get to vote. She doesn't get to do much of anything, but I want her to be able to get to school safely. And she's looking at me, going, "Hey, adult, <laughs> help me out here. Why, why can't, why is it now that I have to take a bus to school? Why can't I, you know, at 11 now, be able to ride to school on my own? Mm-hmm. And and as an adult, I have to kind of look at her and go, "You're right. Like, why haven't we built a? Why haven't we put forth infrastructure to make sure that you can do that? Because." Mm-hmm. White lines don't protect you. There's no force field <laughs> when you get mm-hmm. onto the street. And, I mean, things uh, – and, and that's why I kind of my, – my, my kids are, are, are so 
they're city kids. They're so a part of what goes on uh, uh, in the neighborhood. And to see how their parks have kind of deteriorated, how their ability of interacting and being a part of the community is hampered by the fact that our local representatives don't either don't want to do enough or have just you know been in power long enough that they don't really care yeah yeah so i blame my kids <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so fast fast forward to the election yeah uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going. We're. On. I want to. I want to. I want to get. I want to get a, a yeah. one. One word reaction. What? Okay. So, you're preparing to to campaign with mm-hmm. against Paula. Yep. Ward uh, thirty, which then turned to Do, Ward so 36. Dofo. So Dofo <laughs> jumps in and rips it all apart, and all of a sudden you're now campaigning with against Paula and Mary. Yeah. What's the first word that comes to your head when you realize, when you hear that? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. It hurt. Yeah. Like that was uh, I, I was I was meeting my wife for for dinner and we were we were meeting up with uh, with uh, some locals just to kind of talk about uh, the election and uh, and my phone just kept on ringing, kept on ringing, and I'm just like, what the heck's going on? And I'm getting text messages. And I'm getting, you know, Twitter alerts. And I'm just, and I'm trying to read through all of this stuff. And yeah, I see the fact that he's, uh, he's planning to cut uh, council in half. Mm. So and Ward Thirty was a brand new. It was supposed to be a brand new. Ward? So it was Ward no. Thirty. Then it was changed to Ward Thirty Six. So this was the new Forty Seven. This was going to be the Forty Seven. The and then, and then he changed it. So Ward Thirty. Who was who was previously? So Ward Thirty had uh, Paula. As yeah. the okay, so you had Mary counselor. on the north. That's right. Stanford. So you were yeah. just going to run against Paul. Just going to run against Paul. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the thirty-six was because we had increased the size to forty-seven um, wards. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, then uh, then that the day after or a couple weeks after we we changed to ward fourteen. But yeah, it was damn. It was just like, um, and I'll be honest. I hadn't really been north of Danforth. I mm-hmm. just my entire life was in the southern part of of the ward, and and I remember those first couple of days canvassing in. <laughs> it was like a brand new part of the, mm-hmm. the the city to me, and it's not the fact that I'd never been there before, yeah. but I didn't have I didn't have the connections that I had mm-hmm. in the South End, and you're looking at the fact that. Now I'm not just competing against one incumbent; I'm competing against two. Yeah. Who was it? Mar- Mary. Mary Fragadakis. She uh, eventually won. No, no, no. no. Paula, Paula did. Paula won. Yes. Paula won. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. Um, what did you learn from from like how long were you? Were Are we you fast forwarding for? to the end of the election <laughs> already? Is that what you? So did? I stayed in through. <laughs> I, I stayed. I stayed through the entire. Through so the why entire did election. you? Why did you decide to like in your head? You know, were you like, well, maybe I'll win, or was it, I'll I, like, I've started this, I got to finish it. There was a bit of, I started it, uh, you know, you got to finish it. There was also, you're looking at the numbers, and you're and you're kind of like, could I maybe make it up the middle? Is there a is there a chance that that there's enough time to get people to know me that they could go, yeah, we could 
we could bet on him. I mean, the the end results, uh, you know, I placed fourth. Um, you had three progressives, myself and Paula and, and Mary. So there wasn't a whole lot that I could differentiate myself in theory with being on uh, uh, a center or left to center piece. And uh, we had uh, um, a young man, uh, Chris? Budo, Chris Budo, yeah. um, got 7,000 votes, which, I mean, he leaned a bit more to the conservative side, so they basically found their person. And then you had, uh, you know, you had a mix of NDP, Green, and uh, uh, Liberals, and it was it was hard to get traction because you had two known entities mm-hmm. that were in. Yeah. And I mean, across the city, I don't think I don't think there was an incumbent that lost, with the exception of Nathan Chan. Like he was the only incumbent that lost. And um, Six Dad, what's his name? Norm. But that was an incumbent versus an incumbent. Versus incumbent. I was yeah. happy that Norm lost. He was my counselor. Yeah. yeah. So, so no other uh, other than Nathan. Uh, that was that was it. So yeah. it, it was. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it was it was uh, <laughs> wasn't wasn't a gamble, and it's not that I regret in any way. Mm-hmm. You know, going going full tilt. I mean, it's you got to do, you got to do, mm. and and it was it was my time to do. Yeah, and I don't regret uh, a single second of it. Um, I knocked on you know a crazy amount, thousands of doors, and I'd say ninety nine point nine percent of those doors, I had no idea who was going to be on the other side. Yeah. So uh, I, I give I give personal props to to you know myself to 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 go into it, uh, but I give just massive amounts to the people that supported me to the team that I was able to uh, pull together um, many of the people it was the first municipal election that they had you know volunteered for or campaigned with so um, I was really I was really proud of that and we we got some stuff out there we got we got some some traction on a lot of policies like term limits like uh, uh, ranked ballots like bike lanes, and mm-hmm. I'm the big bike guy. But I mean, like those were things that they may have been talked about in the ethos. But now it's well, now I've got a Danforth planning study <laughs> yeah. that's you know really gained a lot of uh, 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 momentum and and understanding. And I think regardless what side you you're you're on, whether you like bikes or not, you know the fact that we've got cyclists, we've got pedestrians that are getting hurt they're getting killed and if this one street can be you know the the catalyst for the east but the catalyst for the rest of the city mm-hmm. uh to transform i'm happy that that maybe i was a, a little tiny part of that uh running yeah, yeah. What's, what's happening with your hydro corridor park i say you because you're the scarborough boy here no Where's but it was it, like wasn't there a big thing that was going to connect basically the end of the danforth all the way up to the oh what northeast? do they call that Mess- oh, there's um, you know what I'm talking about yeah 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 I think I think I know what you're talking about so there's a I think it started with the Pan Am Games right there's like a Pan Am path yeah it, it runs does exist through Meadow it's Meadowvale Meadow Meadow something see my wife should be on here Minas uh, <laughs> she's with Park people she would I'd know. rather be with her anyway like chatting hey, <laughs> but um, no she would she I think Meadowway is it the Meadowway sounds something like that anyway so that's there. Yeah, yeah. So but they've they've talked about expanding that or not expanding, but making that more 
a formal like route. a park or a real path, like a, a real connected commuting path. R- connected path. Yeah. From the northeast down towards like um, uh, Dentonia. Okay. Down into there, I think. Yeah. Is what but I then it's getting know. there. What do like you mean? it's getting to that path yeah. that's there, right? You know, and that's fine. You know, but just getting there is, is, is a, again, a challenge, right? Like, I would have mm-hmm. to cycle down pharmacy. And drivers love pharmacy because it has less lights than yeah, Victoria a, Park. Right. Um, and people love, like, where my house is, people love turning down from Pacino down to pharmacy and then just literally forget about any stop signs that they see, right? And so when I back out of my house, I dare people, you're going to hit me, you can hit me. Right, so I'll I'll come out. I say you need to stop at that stop sign, right? Because my house is right at the corner. Yeah. I say you want to hit me, hit me, right? But I back out and I say, you gotta let me go because you guys need to all stop at that stop sign, hmm. you know. But it's 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 a challenge throughout the city, mm-hmm. right? So that's why we, you know when I when I when I talk about what do we need to do, it's not as simple. I don't think it's as simple as, you know, putting a bike lane on the major arteries. But how do you ensure that the whole city? You've got to really look at when, when they talk about complete streets. Yeah. You need to look at how that infrastructure connects with each other. And oh, yeah. that's possibly being one of the most frustrating things about our city is that we've got great ideas here. We've got great examples. I don't need to go to Europe. I don't need to go to New York. I don't need to go anywhere else in the world to figure out how to make my streets safer. We've got examples all across this city already, but we've done it in such a patchwork way. And it it does- I was gonna say, is that one of the problems that we have? That that is, it's a huge huge problem because there's, and I'm not not in any way going to try and put down uh, the mayor or mayor's past, but there has been this lack of total vision. There's been a vision. Every every mayor comes in and they've got that vision, but you need a breath where you're looking at the full gamut of how am I going to make it better mm-hmm. for the most people as possible. Mm-hmm. And you get those little nuggets on River Street or on Richmond and Adelaide with, with their cycle tracks or, you know, even – even using the King Street uh, pilot as an yeah. example of, we, we've got nuggets of different ways of transportation and different ways of infrastructure that work, mm. but we, we, we don't- We, we don't, don't connect. We don't connect. Everything. It. No. Yeah. And that, that, that's frustrating. And that's why you know, you'll have these politicians that'll come up every four years that'll uh, feed off of that frustration of people and create a us versus them yeah. uh, battle, which, which you know nobody wins. No. At the at the end of that, um, so you said w- running for office, um, you know you, I don't know if you would do it again, but that's not the question right now. But that you know you learned a lot. Um, any if looking back, besides um, not coming on my podcast while you were running, <laughs> oh. <laughs> were there any mistakes? <laughs> were, th- yeah. were there any anything that you would do differently? I was too nice. I was too nice. Um, I, I really, I did not attack the incumbents probably the way I should have, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I take that as you know my personal uh, 
uh, failure because uh, trust me, I had people that were that were just giving me uh, ample ammunition to to go after uh, both incumbents, uh, more probably Paula than than Mary, but definitely it was just like this is how you're going to take them down, and and I didn't, mm-hmm. and and I think the there's there's a nuance to how you attack, and and I'm I'm happy with the way that. I operate now where I I attack with facts. Mm-hmm. I make sure that there is something uh, uh, tangible that you can link to. So when I talk about the fact that there hasn't been uh, there hasn't been any uh, infrastructure bike lane infrastructure that's been put forth that protects our cyclists in the East End, I literally just go to you know the day that that Jack Layton was no longer the counselor and I basically backtrack the the amount of years that that my uh counselors uh in power now and it's like wow that's 15 years and huh Dundas Street West that or East that looks exactly the same and oh Jones looks exactly the same and Greenwood looks exactly and and like that's that's how you that's how you make sure that if if it's going to be negative if it's going to be something that is an attack that I have the the factual background to to hit them with it. So I didn't do that during the election. I, I felt that the policy was going to be enough to uh, uh, to win the day, and and it wasn't. And uh, and I do think that had I hit harder, it would have may may not have changed anything. But I think that's for me. That's one of the things that that I know I you know I, I didn't do well on. Are you going to run again? Oh gosh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm really enjoying the job that I've got right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm working for uh, an organization called Artscape. Um, I'm a hub manager at a hundred-year-old uh, historical barns. Mm-hmm. Um, the organization is amazing. Um, I, I'm enjoying the fact that I get to. Uh, touch the arts again because I used to be at Second City. I used to be at the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame. It it, it it's fun to have that art uh, uh, world around you. But I'm also very intrigued and wanting to help in the uh, affordable housing piece. Mm-hmm. And we've got residents that live at uh, at the barn, so I, I get to really dive deep into how do we find more how do we find more housing. How do we how do we make sure that uh, that there's an affordability uh, percentage that's put into new developments um, and and I'm getting a lot of those nodes right now that are kind of pulling me away from thinking about well, I got to run I, I think I can almost do a bit more from outs- within you, you know what I mean sure. like so it, it's I I. I I can't say yay or nay, but I can definitely say that what I'm doing right now is fulfilling me, and I think that I'm helping. I think I'm helping my community by by continuing to do that. So if that is the track three years from now, then yeah. probably probably not. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Listen, man. I know. I know. It's well. It's already dark, so it's not like I'm sending out when the sun is still up, but. Thanks so much for spending time with us. Oh, this was awesome. This yeah, was so it. awesome. Um, and you know that I've been, we've known each other for years, mm. years, so much so that he 
completely forgot that he had interviewed me like that's 10 so years true. ago. That's so true. <laughs> There's photos and video to prove it, but I, uh, go, no, I, this, I, I this, can't remember. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's fantastic to be able to hear who you're talking to and to know that there are others out there that want to engage with with not just you know not just you not just yourself but with an audience that is uh hungry for uh a better understanding of uh their world as small as toronto is or as large as the world in general so thank you